It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. conceptually what business is about maybe i don't i pretend i do i, I mean he he, <laughs> comes, I, he shows these things that he's working on because he for he works for a cover my meds i don't know okay if yeah. that company they're like up and coming super they're getting a big new building here they are yeah in franklinton so you're it's super trendy there? no <laughs> we should so, trendy they have me. they have beer on tap so every friday they sit down and they have the team meeting over a beer cool or yeah, need. they should. Like every business in uh, in Silicon Valley. Really? They have these people are weird. Like they they have a, a little city in their office. Their place of yeah. work is actually the place you go to like work slash recreate. I think. I, I, I kind of feel like that's that's <laughs> the direction that yeah. that covered my mind. And their new place even has a canoe launch area. Yeah. So if you want to canoe to work. Oh yeah. It's like being really, done. It is being done. It also... It's just kind of weird. Like, like when you get that job, do you sign up also to be that fun guy that's going to, like, yeah. flick M&Ms across the office for you? I think or, Like, I only work on a bouncy ball, or... Yeah, you have to have specified... Are I mean, the, af- the happy hours, are they mandatory? Are they not? Well, like, we... The fun thing was, this year, they did a... Um, I think that's the weird thing about California is... That's, is that common? That, that's all there is. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but, <laughs> you know, the like, whole, like, busing thing. Uh, yeah. The buses take over the city and yeah. everyone's doing their Silicon okay. Valley jobs. Like, that's, that's what the they're doing. Trend. And they invite our little meadery in sometimes yeah. to do these happy hours. Okay. And you go in to, like, you know, fill in the blank big office. Yeah. And, and just, it's just overwhelming, like, what they've got going on there. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to generalize, but is it kind it's of like, like Disneyland the hipster movement? Like, do you feel like it's the trendy millennial hipster? I can't pretend to know. Okay, I mean, because I, I don't really know. I'm not I, trendy. I don't think it's millennial or a hipster, but I think means, it's but. people have these corporations have a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> and they have to hire a lot of people. Yeah, and how do you make work <laughs> One, not work? Right, I don't know. <laughs> the booze, I alcohol. The answer. I think alcohol yeah. is the answer. I don't care what your age is. <laughs> Just, and this I've found to be pretty true. And yeah. people just drink. Like they do. Whenever they say, you know, what's the age range you want to market to? I'm like, they give you the the scale, mm-hmm. you know, zero to a hundred. Yeah. And I'm like, done. Oh no, maybe start twenty one to hundred. Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, people are like, who drinks mead? I don't know. Are you twenty one? Why not? Yeah. Everyone, everyone drinks. They do. It's kind of scary. Oh. It's good for you, though. <laughs> it's totally good for you. It's kind of a big deal of what you do, right? So, right? It's local honey, right? It's good for you. It is. So I want to... I'm so actually... I'm not I'm, a doctor. I'm not going to make medical claims. <laughs> I'm also not a doctor, nor have I played one on TV. Yet. I haven't yet. Yet. Ben, when, am I, when are you going to do something where, where I get to play a doctor so I can say, I played a doctor on TV? <laughs> can, you, can you make that possible? I think I just shot Kalu out. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll have our sales team uh, go through some Thank you. Facilities. I'm not a doctor, but I played one on TV. See, I, f- I just feel like it comes out naturally. It's very natural. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, that or I just want to be able to re- list off just a whole thing of, uh, of side effects that side effects side may effects include. Side effects may include <laughs> death. death. Or nausea. Starting death. with death. <laughs> Would you rather have nausea that. or death today? <laughs> I'm feeling a little queasy, but it's better than. But you're not going to die. You might. <laughs> we had a. We had it your own fault. I know, right? Oh my gosh. We had our friend over last night who is, um, I, I said it wrong and I can't remember what he said it was, but he worked for Lifeline of Ohio and they are essentially harvesters of organs. I know that's not the right term and he's probably going to listen to this and kill me. He, it's, it's a good thing Somebody because they take it. organ and tissue donors, so they take it from... Harvesters, but good. I mean, good. But good. <laughs> <laughs> this is going downhill. Really what are they harvesting? The other yeah. guy just called a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other word for that. That's it. Yeah. He's Oh, but I think that. the person's already deceased. Yeah. That, uh, didn't oh, we yeah, talk yeah. about autopsies? We've talked about this before. Have we? We did. When we did our first podcast together, we talked about themes. autopsies. You said, do you have to be dead to have an autopsy done? I think technically And I yes. think you do. Okay. This Unless you sign a waiver. <laughs> right. Unless you sign a waiver. And cut me. <laughs> Go ahead. I just want to know I'm ready. <laughs> so with me today, Sarah, I'm so glad you're here. Jeez. I already worked up a sweat. <laughs> you shouldn't. This is probably menopause. No. It'll be fine. So many topics so, to cover. <laughs> well, I'm excited because we we literally just met. Yes. <laughs> but I've known I've known your organization for a long time, and I'm really excited. You, you guys drink. are... Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Duh. this is the speakeasy. Easily podcast. Yes. Um, but tell me, you guys are... Are you from Ohio? No. Technically, no. Okay. But at this point, we might as well be. <laughs> Where We're are you from? We're pretty invested in Ohio. I was born in Olympia, Washington. Oh, my gosh. And my husband was born in Vienna, Austria. Yeah, boom. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. And then... Okay. And we found each other in San Francisco. Okay. Um, How long ago was that? What year? Oh, I think it's going to kill me. 2009, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter because love. We can, love. We can edit too. <laughs> right. Edit <laughs> that, please. Right. So you guys met in San Francisco doing... That's okay. No. <laughs> were you drinking? Can I, can I say it online? We were drinking. Yeah. There was drinking involved. That happens. Actually, I picked him up at a bar. Really? Oddly enough. Okay. The business ideas happened over drinking in a hot tub, but the, yeah. the love part started. Well, yeah, the love at a dive bar. Oh, that's awesome! When I was drunk, it was that's not okay. a good day. Uh, it was the worst day, ba- best day of my life. I'm sure you're the only one that has experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does that now. Ever? No one no. ever does that. So how how did he get to the states then? Um, I think by way he was 18, so okay. he's been in Columbus for a while. He okay. followed some family here. So he started went to college. In yeah. Okay. Okay. Started his yeah yeah adult Just life here. <laughs> adult life. Right? <laughs> yeah. So what was he doing in San Francisco then? He had moved out there. Okay. With the company he was with, he used to sell paint. Hmm. Like, <laughs> like wall paints or like much. art paints. Industrial coatings. Ooh. That's but sexy. Worked, yeah, <laughs> super sexy. So he was... But he spent all his money on, you know, parties and yeah. buying expensive wines and, right. and scotch and then figured eventually he yeah. should get into making money off the stuff uh-huh. instead of... I dig it. Yeah. Wasting. Well, not wasting. It's not wasting. It's not wasting. 
spending. Get wasted. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of waste. Right. So you guys meet in San Francisco, and we then did. Get um, married. Yeah, we were both. No, we were both just working, and yeah. I lost my job, and then what were we, you doing? We just, I was. I designed a uh, recreation program for a university. Oh, cool! I used to be a good person that <laughs> <laughs> helped people be healthy. <laughs> Tried. Hey, you're still helping me. people. Um, <laughs> in a way. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I did that. Yeah. And, um, but then we talked about doing something together, and mm-hmm. he had been uh, with, he had friends here that were yeah. making mead. Okay. Um, he had started the company with them as kind of an investor. Okay. And just part, you know, part of the part of the group and he was still working this is probably a good time to say you're with brothers Drake oh yes Meter. the I actual brothers Drake they yes. were our actual brothers um, okay. Eric and Woody Drake and they're from here <clears throat> they're from here okay and um and he was they just... brewed uh, apple pie in the basement and really I guess through amazing parties and oh, wow. played instruments and hung out and got wasted in the basement yeah to the point where they said this is really good we should make this and sell it and I think that's how a lot of small breweries start. Probably. Small meteries. Yeah. At okay. least that. And that was like 2007. So and that wasn't, I, mead wasn't like a big thing even really, was it? Yeah. Not, unless you're like living in Poland or, you know, you're really into Renaissance festivals. Yeah. Like it really wasn't around. They were okay. maybe. I, it's because it's an survey old says style. Like, yeah. Like 10 commercial meteries at that point in the country. Wow. Maybe and not even less in Europe for some okay. reason. Yeah, um, that's interesting. And or, but that's interesting because you know, it's historically, it's like the first type of alcohol right. people made. And yeah, it's, if you read any ancient texts or mm-hmm. you know, this is it's this me, is what they were drinking. Yeah, and so it's it's fermented honey, right? Fermented honey. That's it. Just happens by accident in nature. So it's I'm nature. Sure it was opportunistic. Nectar. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of a, you know lucky guy stumbled across the you know. Tree trunk full of mead at one point, and, and said, the first "I should party drink happened. from that tree trunk." Right. Friends, come with me. <laughs> drink from my tree trunk, and we shall party. Right. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, Cheers. so so he's he he's already worked with them to sort of invest and yeah. move there. And they, so they started with a few batches in a little spot up in Worthington, and um, just selling out of there. Did just they selling out of taste there. out of there. Or? Yeah, they had a little tasting room, and really. Yeah, Where I'm just was kind that? of figuring it out. Um, you can't really find it. On, <laughs> it's it a hidden. It was hidden. It's an underground. It didn't actually <laughs> register on Google Maps. Oh, it, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. It had an address, but that was about it. Yeah. So, um, okay. And Orn and I talked about starting a business together. And uh-huh. He said, "Well, I have this thing in Ohio." Okay. And I'm like, "Where's Ohio exactly?" Right. Yeah. And he said, "Here, drink this." And then, and then I said, "Whatever." Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I love you. You're beautiful. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what year was that? The new year. That, that, that was 2010. Was 2010. So I, okay. we moved out here, and I started walking around town um, with up. bottles of mead. Oh my gosh! Saying you should try this. Yeah. I don't know how to sell anything, <laughs> but it's really good. My friends made this. It is really. And good, some though. people said yes. Yeah. It was hilarious because I'd call people. I'd like to come in and have you sample my mead. You know, <laughs> and people would say. You know, we did, do you want to talk thing? to my charcuterie guy or like ham or? Do they have any idea? They had no idea what it was. Oh, they meat. Thought I was, they, they thought, thought I was, meat. <laughs> they thought I was saying meat. Which sounds awful too, doesn't like, it? I want you to try my. I'm meat. not selling sausages. <laughs> I'm selling honey oh, wine. Man. Honey okay. wine? What? 
So it was. So uh, you literally just were like going not door to door, but pretty much door to door. Yeah. Well, we had a, like thousand, a couple thousand gallons of the stuff. We yeah. had to sell it. Okay. Yeah. Um, none of us knew anything about the business. Yeah. We had to Google, like, how do you make mead? Or how do you, we literally Googled, how do you make wine? Yeah. And the first batch of uh, mead Orin and I made together was like a thousand gallons. Really? <laughs> was it good? We're like, we're not those sexy homebrewers that are like, oh, we're so passionate about homebrewing and <laughs> making all these, you know, wonderful fermented beverages what like, did you what was the we're first? just like how do you do this read the directions <laughs> make it happen <laughs> what was the first batch that you guys made i think we made a, a batch of apple pie okay together how it's intimidating like when you've never made anything more than like i mean i cook at home yeah i might have made a lemonade batch of lemonade right or something like that but then you're like how do i move a thousand gallons of apple cider and 500 pounds of honey into that big tank over there where do you even get 500 pounds of honey i don't know oh my gosh that's a lot of bees yeah we've worked with a couple of beekeepers but i mean one of the things we decided was we really wanted to use local honey Mm -hmm. everywhere we were brewing so we found a couple people in the state that and we were working with um the same guy that we've had for the past few years up in Northeast Ohio. Okay. So, yeah, we've always bought Ohio honey. Yeah. So was, that was a thing. We started doing it in, like, five-gallon buckets, so we'd have to hold it. Oh, my god. Hold the, you know, it's it's, it's heavy. It's, oh, my gosh. You know, like, 60 it's pounds slow. of honey, like, scraping it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then every time you're doing it, you're like, I've got it. There's got to be an easier way, you know? But no one else There's was not. fermenting with honey. No one else yeah. was doing this. Like, you can't just call somebody like hey how are you what you doing with your home <laughs> there oh, were a couple there was one guy like red hook out in um colorado and i've been there yeah i do like you're that. very cool i'm from denver i'm not really that <laughs> okay. cool i just am from denver so you appear cool oh thank you i showered that's probably the, <laughs> the hiding spot i didn't so that's, that's totally fine how long does it take to ferment it depends. A couple weeks, usually, okay. if you read the directions on the yeast package <laughs> and you don't mess it up. <laughs> so it's yeast. We make ours like wine, so we. Use, oh, okay. We use I don't know how. I don't even know how wine is made. I, I just drink a lot of it. I have no idea how they make that shit. It's so it's good though. Like so, but it's yeast, honey. Uh, <sighs> what else? Whatever. Water usually. Well, oh yeah. You That's have good. to add some water to okay. get honey to ferment. Oh. Just like in a tree trunk, just, <laughs> you know, it just it'll just happen. It just, and then the magic bees happens. in a bees in a tree, what rain, rain, natural yeast, yeast, mead. It's that easy. Is it seriously? Anyone can do that. You say this, no, but it's true. I don't really. It might feel... taste like ass, but it, <laughs> it, that's what mead is. I'm gonna basically. call you and be like Sarah. I tried it, and it's truly tasting like ass. So I, I don't... think his baby shredded <laughs> my mead. <laughs> how do you how do you get the flavors like? Just well, I mean, mead, depending on mead's fun now because it's kind of like the you know wild west of fermentation. Yeah, if you've looked at all online, mead makers are just doing crazy stuff. Like you, we're not that crazy. We have like a peanut butter and jelly mead. I do love your peanut butter and jelly. It's really, it's yeah. really good. Like, it's a shock. I'm eating a sandwich and I'm drunk. Yes, and, and I'm five years old again. It's not overpowering though. Like it's not. We try like, to go for like the understated, you did, interesting. You did flavor. a wonderful job with the peanut Thank butter you. and jelly. You should try it. And then you can eat a peanut butter and jelly with your kid and be like, I've had the same thing. Yeah, this is daddy's peanut butter and jelly. Mine comes in a cup. (laughs) 
And we've seen some crazy, like, people do, you know, all kinds of, I guess craft beer is similar. They yeah. have some fun flavors out right. there. But yeah. when a mead maker does it, I think you get more of, like, an actual, oh, I'm eating a jelly donut. Yeah. And I'm drunk. Right. Because you, know? you so. can get the <laughs> legit flavor in there. Yeah. Like, we literally, in, like, infuse peanuts into a, a brewed batch of mead. So we're, you know, so cool. we're using, like, actual natural flavors. Mm-hmm. Some people do different fun stuff. I don't know. But it's whatever you want, basically. Um, so you could add... the base of it comes from the honey. Yeah. And when you, you ferment a honey that's from a different plant, mm-hmm. you can get different flavors through the fermentation. Really? So, like, in California, we do a, a citrus mm. honey that it, it tastes like oranges. And Seriously? it smells like orange blossoms. Like, but when you open the tank of mead, yeah. you get this... You, like, it smells like you're in a field of... Orange blossoms. Oh it's just, it's magic. But we probably couldn't do that here just because of the there's not a lot of oranges in Ohio. I doubt they, they're in, in the grocery store, but yeah, that's where all food comes from. Not a lot from. of citrus <laughs> being grown here. No, there's not. Here we get our honey. Um, most of the bees are pollinating like um, wild growth uh-huh. areas, and yeah. then they get into the soy um, plants, the really? soybeans, because it's everywhere. Yeah, because they're everywhere. Um, but what it kind of works out because the honey is kind of neutral and it uh-huh. works well with other flavors, just like tofu. So you, like, mm. <laughs> like you, you get that fabulous I'm, aroma of is tofu. Is that a good pairing of tofu and, and mead? What mead pairs it's best? It's actually great with tofu. Is it really? It's kind of like um, it's a great pairing for any spicy food because it doesn't have acidity. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it, it pairs really well with kind of spicy. Neutralizes the spice. Um, Thai food, Japanese, oh, yeah. any kind of. <laughs> now, see, I'm not. I'm a wine drinker. That's my. That's my go-to. It's but okay. No, no, no. I, I mean, I'm an equal opportunity drinker also. But the thing that I I think I like what about mead is that it's so different yeah. than wine. It's just wacky sometimes. It is. and it's But it's just... And I think that that's when we started going to your location. Because we, we found out about you shortly after I think you opened the, the tasting room. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Like in two, my husband was working... Yes. My husband was working at 31 Gifts, and okay. something came out that said, like, most interesting new companies or hottest new companies in Columbus. Or what the fuck are they thinking? Yes. Yeah. That probably wasn't the title of it, but um, something fairly similar. But your your name was on there, and he's like, we have to go try this place out. So it was shortly after, cool. I think. And that was, we met we met Oren, I think, the second time we were there. Oh, cool. And just had a conversation with him. So you've been with us for the whole journey. We've, yeah. <laughs> we're still there. Um, but I, I think that that was when we started talking to people about it. It was like, you can't compare it to wine. It's not wine. It's Yeah, it's, it's an interesting from a, that perspective. Like 99% of the people who walked in the door are like, I've never had mead. Yeah. I just read about it in Beowulf or, you know, what have you. <laughs> Beowulf. And um, so you're, you know, you're giving them something they've never tried and yeah. they're, they're interested and they have a lot of, you know, like, have so much baggage along with their drinking experiences. Yeah. <laughs> you have to basically be like, okay. Uh-huh. This is new, and you're not going to... Whatever gonna, you thought you liked, it's not here, it's, and no. you're going like, to discover your new You have drink. to try something new, <laughs> which I think is good. It's part of the fun, I think. Yeah. Cool. And I think that's it gives somebody a totally different perspective that they're not going to find, really, in just the general market. And I always say, like, try ours, but then go try 10 other meteries, and they'll all be totally different, too. Yeah, that's true. And that's one of the fun things about I don't even know where drink. there are other meteries. Are they just kind of scattered? They're just like, popping up a lot. There's a couple new ones in Columbus right now, really? I think. Okay. 
I don't I, I feel bad I don't know their names it's right okay. off the top of my head it's, but there's yeah, one in Cleveland matter. called Crafted there's um, there's a bunch of huge ones so there's not like a national mead convention or anything there is actually. is it really <laughs> Can, do you need someone to hold your baggage when yes. you go next time? <laughs> we actually need a we'll need a brand ambassador okay. if you're not busy. Oh, I'm we'll just loud and obnoxious. I can do whatever. <clears throat> we don't have time for these things because we're too busy. <laughs> we'll do that. I always feel kind of bad because I'm sure like they have a, something called the Mazers Cup. That's the international competition for mead makers, okay. um, both commercial and and um, uh, home brewers. Oh wow! <clears throat> and then they have a, an American Mead Makers Association, and now they're you know, promoting the promoting mead making as a commercial entity, yeah. I guess. And oh, they, wow. they have great information on their websites. And okay, stuff. but it's growing. I mean, it's it's huge. It's trendy. Well, there were like and, yeah. fifteen meters when we started. Now there's I don't know hundreds, Which probably a thousand by now. Do you think it's, it's just crazy? Be- do you think it's just because it's easier to make? Like, what what do you think the reason for? I think some the of the stuff is. is improved. Well, I I can't really speak to the whole industry but I feel mm-hmm. like you know craft beer played yeah. and craft cider kind of came up mm-hmm. and I think people were just looking for something new and then yeah. also a lot of the processes have improved and have been more accessible for small scale business so. so honey's easier to pour now is that where we are <laughs> yeah honey's much easier okay great <laughs> the bees are easier to milk and um, <laughs> just what, not more I've gotten more break. like um I think People are understanding, like the especially the yeast. Yeah. Like, like I think when homebrewing started mm-hmm. with mead, I heard a lot of people say, "Oh, you got to use champagne yeast to make mead, and oh. it tastes terrible, and you got to wait no. a year." Like that's no. kind of that was that kind of like the benchmark. And okay. So I think people have just gotten a little bit more savvy or brave or whatever about wow. how they create their mead, and huh, it's just better. Yeah. I had some mead, you know, fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Not so good. Not so good. It's gotten a lot better across the board. I feel like I tried a bottle that somebody had. It was it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mead can go like, really bad, but I guess beer can too. Beer, it, beer yeah. can be really nasty, and wine can too. My mom made the worst wine. <laughs> she used to make it and put it in under the stairs and brew strawberry rhubarb wine. Oh, strawberry rhubarb. <laughs> and she would oh, she would open it up and taste it. And it spit oh it gosh! Out. Like, so. did she do it a lot? I don't think anymore. Okay. She didn't <laughs> I just remember when I was a kid, there were always a few like bottles in there. I didn't know what it was. That's okay. I mean, I had right. I just foreshadow. I should have known it was some kind of foreshadowing. <laughs> it was really liquor. She was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, if she had been, if she'd been doing that professionally, I don't think I have it would work anymore right now. Well, <laughs> yeah. Now you guys have a kiddo. We do. She's four. She's four. Oh. Yeah, that's mostly what I do now. Is, yeah. Yeah, I don't really do much. You're. You're busy with that. I, yeah, I try to help with the with the companies. We have the yeah. Brothers Drake here, and we have uh-huh. San Francisco, the meter in San Francisco. Okay. How often are you there? Like, how often do you go? Not to, enough. To California? It's yeah, it's tough. Uh, we have um, we have a full time salesperson there, okay. and then we also fly out to do production from you know yeah. when it's needed. Is it still? I mean, but our primary thing is Brothers here. Drake, and here we're also expanding to a new location. Are you really? And, yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> we're going crazy. Uh, Polaris, actually. Are you really? Yeah, we're like, working with a company called Cohatch, okay. and they're taking the kind of co-working concept to the mm-hmm. next level by creating uh, maker spaces with with a retail aspect. Um, oh my gosh! Okay. So they're trying to incubate small business, mm-hmm. local, and kind of more local okay. makers. Yeah, and taking that into the mall where it'll be in the it's mall. It's a bit overrun by 
I think things that are not made here. Yeah, I agree. So we're trying agree. to be in, you know, at the front of that. It's a little mm-hmm. scary, but it's okay. We were making mead, so I'm like, yeah. If I can sell mead, fifteen right. years ago, I can. I, you'll be fine. <laughs> I can sell authentic at them all. Come on. Right. <laughs> is it the same concept in San Francisco as it is here? Uh, no, there it's more just production in a okay. small tasting room, but we're in the city. So we oh, get a lot of traffic. That is good. And it's fun. I like San Francisco. <laughs> it's pretty fun. I really like that city. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but we also love it. Well, Columbus is the same, especially in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> especially driving people in the winter. It's, um, yeah, they're both different animals. Mm-hmm. San Francisco is just, you gotta, you gotta want to be there, I think. Yeah. If you're not, if you're an independent business person there, mm-hmm. it's very challenging now. Is like, it really? Rent. Oh, and it's just pretty pricey, isn't it? Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to sell my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there probably are other yeah, things. I'm gonna have to sell something big to pay for next Aww. month. But yeah, it's challenging, yeah. and and I know there's a lot of you know people that are really energized towards keeping small business there, and right? Because right. that's what makes the city cool. Yep. Not that the big stuff isn't cool too, whatever, yeah, but. but but there's something kind of gives it character, and that city that, yeah. had like so much, you know, just art and funkiness, mm-hmm. and that stuff is kind of you know yeah. getting pushed out, and that's sad. So we're trying to stare funky selves out there. Yeah. Well, you brought it here, so <laughs> that that is yeah. So your daughter, she's the CEO of your company, I'm sure. Yeah, as, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> of my life. What is she into? Like at age four, what are her big favorites right now? She really, <laughs> sadly, she likes building factories. But she's also into magic. Really? She really wants oh. to be Harry Potter and okay. well. makes magic wands. She just started preschool. Okay. Does she so like that's it? fun. I don't know. Do I think you so. like it? That's the important piece. I, I just had, like, this big idea that I would be the, you know, the homeschooling mom that oh, never really? failed. And now yeah. I'm like, you're going to preschool. I failed. No. Uh. <laughs> you did not fail. I don't think I did. No. Though. Are you going to homeschool? I feel like I want to give her the options. Yeah. We both feel like that. You would if if our lives are so crazy. Like we don't have a place that we, I mean, we have an apartment here, but we kind of feel like we might be packing our bags any day because we have to go triage in San Francisco or, you know. So it may be. His family lives in Europe. My family lives in Washington State. And then we have Columbus. Yeah. So we're kind of like, we don't know where we're going to be. Yeah. If you want to go to school, fine, but. We don't know where you just have to be yourself. Like, yeah. I don't want you to yeah. she, be like me. <laughs> <laughs> we never want our children to be anything. Right? No, I truly don't. Is she but pretty... School, I didn't like school. So. You didn't like... What did you study? I don't remember. Art. What, did you Did you go to college? Yeah. We majored art. Yeah. In, in art then? Yeah. Like just general... Uh, ceramics. And then... Okay. I got into grad school... For painting, but I decided not to go because okay. student loans. Uh-huh. Yeah, I understand. I actually majored in in rowing more. I think <laughs> I was I was in school, but I was on the rowing team. So oh, that was that was kind of my was the side gig. Yeah, rowing. It, yeah. Okay. That panned out though because yeah. I went to the Olympics twice. So. Are you serious? Oh my gosh! Who was this? So with? now I say I majored in rowing. Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> Where like what team? Who are you? The U.S. I'm, oh my I'm gosh. No, but I thought my husband's I not... Austrian. I wish I could be an Austrian. That's so cool. Way better. I didn't even uniform. know there was like a rowing 
I know, right? I'm I'm like the queen of odd things that nobody knows about. That's awesome. (laughs) So tell me, like, when was that post college then? Yeah, I went to I went to school and then lived at the Olympic Training Center and where did you go to school? 2000 and 2004 Olympics. Oh my gosh! Uh, University of Massachusetts. Okay. Graduated. You're all over the place. Yeah, I know, like, right? I just see this map and this. And then rowing was like that too. I lived in a duffel bag, and we'd yeah. be in San Diego or New Jersey, and then we went to Europe for most of our competitions in the summer because no one in America rowed back then. Yeah. And then um, they started having more events. They had the, obviously the '96 Games in Atlanta, and I missed that one. Okay. Because I was almost paralyzed, but oh my gosh! So <laughs> also, I don't know if I would have made it. I was really young then. But, wow. Um, how, yes, I did that and traveled around. And was it college that kind of got you into the Olympic team? Like, how do you? Yeah, how do you I, get into I mean, that. I started swimming, and then the rowing team was like, "Hey, you're really huge. <laughs> You'd be a good rower." <laughs> and I'm like, "That's the first time a guy's talked to me." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'll go. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. How many? I know nothing. You noticed? How many people are in a in a boat? Um, anywhere from one to eight plus, well, one to nine. Olympic. The eights have, the, yeah. the eights have a, a coxswain steering. Mm-hmm. What pos- Are there positions? <laughs> that sounds terrible. You're talking dirty now. Uh, what <laughs> position do you do? Sugarbush <laughs> no, <right>. employee. <laughs> oh, God. I can't get rid of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, there's, we like, could do a whole episode on rowing euphemisms. Um <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, there's eight rowers. Each have one oar, uh-huh. and then the coxswain steers yeah. and yells at us right. to not fuck up. Is that like how do you train to be the it, coxswain? Is that yeah? <laughs> See, we go Cox. back to Missouri. Coxswain. How do you? I had how do you get that? Because they're not rower, right? They're not a rower. Are they a rower? Yeah. Well, no, they don't hold an oar. They don't hold an oar. They just yell. They're well. <laughs> they're like your coach. Yeah. In the boat. Okay. And also steering is is a critical oh, critical part I of guess it. That's true. So they steer the eight, and then in the there's a four, mm-hmm. which is steered by a rower. Okay. The men have a coxed four. Of course they do. <laughs> of course they men's do. Men's rowing for a minute. <laughs> do you still row? They had a coxed pair, which a co- what? Can, can you imagine? Like two guys hauling around a hundred pound guy. No. Yeah. No. Anyways, rowing is crazy. Uh, do you fun. still do it? I don't. I don't get a chance to very often just because yeah. I. Well, I started doing kickboxing. I love, I love kickboxing. <laughs> and now I'm a, like a total Muay Thai addict. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's our so- employee healthcare plan is that we sign all of our employees up at our Muay Thai gym. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> hey, why not? It gets right? you fit. It yeah. makes you humble. It. It does. It makes you a good door person at a bar. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, absolutely. And the people there are just awesome. What is the place called? It's Short North Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Yeah. Okay. It sounds delicious as well. <laughs> it sounds like it would make a it delicious meal. It is. It's just meal. great. Everyone's just like so sounds kind cool. and and they kick each other's ass. Well, yeah. And you don't have to apologize. No. You're just like, I'm going to kill you. I, thank you. I'm going to do my best to make you hurt right now. Yeah. In a loving way. Yes. And I think that our society needs more of that. I agree. I fully agree. <laughs> does, your, does your daughter do kickboxing? Now? I don't I think she wants to. She likes to punch me now. Yeah. It's tough. I don't know how I'm going to like navigate that life lesson oh that it's okay to 
punch because oh. we're doing it for for health and body <laughs> yeah, wellness. Right? I don't know, but don't punch that boy because right. ask him before you punch him. Get consent for punching. I think that's what I general. Mean, I mean, consent in general, kind of, right? May I punch you in the face? I think <laughs> right. is fine for children to see. Also, one if he's pushing you. Say, You're bigger than him, so stand up and defend yourself. Is she pretty social? Like she's so social. Okay. Yeah. She's definitely her father's daughter. <laughs> but so she's she, also huge. Like she's the size of a six year old. Is she really? Four, yeah. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. That's great. Now I know I'll be yeah. able to raise her and have her feel good about her. Absolutely. Self and yeah. Oh, that's so not fun. be like. I'm so huge. That's awkward. <laughs> no. It's, well, and I think we're, we're getting into a place, too, where strength is the better focus yeah. than size. You know it's what I mean? So like, where women are, like, let's empower each other to be strong. and Totally. You know. I think of it, actually, in, you know, in being in business, I, don't, I never think of it as I'm a woman owning mm-hmm. a brewing business. But right. I get so many requests from women who want to interview me because... Yeah. I'm a woman doing this doing, job yeah. and it's been just, you know, really dominated mm-hmm. by men. And, but there's, there's like our, our lead brewer is a, or our mead maker is a woman and, oh, okay. and she's, she's tough. This girl works hard, you know, yeah. and she jumped into it from a profession as a physical therapist. She's like, I'm okay. going to do this. Really? And now she's, you just know, random. managing our production and oh, just cool. doing a great job. Is she here or is she in California? She's here and she's in Columbus. Okay. When do you when you guys opened <clears throat> excuse me opened the tasting room like did you have any idea that it was going to be huge as it is um, yeah we thought it would be like a little tasting room where people took a sip of something and then bought and a walk, bottle and, and walked, walked away. away yeah no no because it's not that at all it's not it turned no. into a circus <laughs> it's a good circus insane it is your circus and your monkeys though it's more monkeys. Because you guys do. We kind of let, we didn't want to have TVs in there. We wanted to have art and we wanted yeah. to, you know, just kind of be more neutral and mm-hmm. be like a third space kind of, you know, yeah. the concept. Like yeah. More of a, because we didn't see a lot of that around here. Mm-mm. There wasn't. It's kind of art house something. But it's going that way. I, I mean, mean, I kind of feel like you guys well, were the pioneers for a lot of that. It has a life of its own. Like mm-hmm. people expect it to be that way now. And yeah. the music thing is just yes. what has really made it. Yeah. I mean, music is what drives it. Mm-hmm. They showed up, those musicians, and we couldn't get rid of them. And well, they started they do that. playing. And yeah. <laughs> God bless that. them. Right. They just right. made it. A, they just, like, yeah. The music business is what it really has become. But it's mutually symbiotic, to, like, if you will, though. I like it. We've had to, like, we never did anything with a plan, really. We just, like, we're going to just put our tanks here. Mm-hmm. And then the musicians came in, so we're like, oh, we need more space for them. So we moved walls, and we did all this stuff, and oh, all wow. this, you know, permitting, yeah. and all this stuff. And and the space is, you know, 10 years later, uh, needing more permitting again. So we had to move a stage out to do oh, more permits. And, oh, you know, and as times. a small business owner, you're like, wow, I really don't have time for this. <laughs> and people were just, like, pissed at us about the whole like what you're not gonna have live music there anymore oh. what your crappy mead's not gonna keep you in business I that. <laughs> that's what they're saying no, like, no that's actual literal quote quote oh, that's really nice. but you know so we were like okay well i guess the music's important to you people um it we is. never really intended for it to go away but right we did need to manage it like yeah do you have somebody that manages all we do we have a full-time booking guy oh and, wow um 
probably think she he helps us with like promotion and then okay. we have two sound engineers oh, wow. so every show has a professional sound engineer and we've invested tons of money into great sound in that place and, and it's great yeah we've really invested into music yes. musicians and, and I, I, I and know local ones especially I know that the ones that you guys have used really appreciate that though too yeah. well we love these guys they, yeah. they make it happen you know and so it's worth it. Yeah. And we, we believe in we believe in that, too. We have a couple of... We, w- we both went to Gahanna. So the Andy Shaw Band. Uh-huh. Andy's from Gahanna. Joey Hebdo's from Gahanna. Yeah. So I've come to see some locals in there. Yeah, they're, so. I mean, they're great. They're just yeah. impressive. And you always yeah. go, and I've listened to these people here at our at our spot. I'm like, wow, we don't deserve this. They sound so good. Aww. Or, you know, it's just yeah. like, how did this happen? Like, how <laughs> <laughs> do become a music they, They're just like, magical, these people. They're how are. hard they work to be musicians. and For very little, most of the time. They're like teachers. They're just so underappreciated. Yep, you know? they are. People, customers get on us about charging $5 at the door. I'm like, do you know what that guy has to do to sound that good? Right. <laughs> Anyways, it's... No, I fully agree. But we're going to have music in Polaris, too. So okay. we're going to have oh, another cool. venue for people to, nice. to rock. Or, well, we're going to start with jazz. Oh. Thursday jazz. What's your favorite kind of music? I'm, I'm kind of like rock. Okay. My daughter does too. So. Yeah. Yes. Who does she like? <laughs> um, Joan Chet. She likes the Beatles. Nice. She's getting into, um, she really likes Queen right now. Of course. As well everyone. she should. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like rock from the 70s. So. Yeah. Okay. Did you grow up with that? Like what? Was yeah. that kind yeah, of your... Yeah, I'm that old. <laughs> you're not old. I mean, but was that like your influential... Yeah, my parents played, yeah, 70s rock. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay, so. <laughs> that's that's the bar everyone has to live up to, I guess. I, I feel like that happens. It was though. kind of the beautiful like golden era, you know, mm-hmm. golden days of rock. I feel like it the was 80s a, were great. Don't get me wrong. They, they were. They were interesting too. But the seventies were just like yeah, ignorance is bliss. There's a lot of rock change. and roll. Yeah, really come to it, and then hair bands like yeah, yeah. I was not a huge no hair band person. I don't think I. I I feel like I missed that timing. I was born in 80, so I don't really feel like I knew enough hairband 80s yeah. stuff. But then You're I was raised on malleable. 60s. Yeah. But your folks were listening to the... They were listening still to, you know, Beatles, of course. Dad brought me up on the Beatles. My mom's an opera singer, so that was a little bit different. An interesting mix. It's weird. Um, but <laughs> she has her own odd flavor of what she likes, like... You know, we would we would listen to Barbara Streisand, but she also loves meatloaf. Oh. <laughs> I love your mom. <laughs> She's awesome. So it's like, oh, well, okay. you can appreciate good music. Yeah. End of sentence. Like, right. Yeah. But I like it, it I happens like in more than one era, I guess. It does, but I do feel like you, your parents influence a lot of your music decisions, and yeah. I think we as parents influence our kids, meaning to or not. I'm t- trying not to. That's okay. I do, I do it anyway. But like, she's the one sitting in the back seat that Mom, play rock and roll. And I didn't girl. tell her that. Good girl. No, I like that. So I that's, that's she's awesome. obviously on the right path. Yeah. She'll be great. <laughs> well, I want to have... Seriously, we did talk about this before. I, I want to have you and Orin on. Again, we're going to do a follow-up. The couple's hour. The couple's hour. The truth. You should ask me, the, ask me the serious questions now. <laughs> Get the real answer. Then <laughs> be like, yeah, that's a lie. She said on the last podcast that's not true. And play recording. <laughs> right. Yeah, just play it all back. And uh, minute 25, you said no. 
But yeah, I would love to have you guys on again. That would be super. And uh, maybe when, I'll say something interesting. You said, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're so funny." Um, when does the Polaris location open up? Do you know? Um, March second is okay. Our big opening. Okay. Cross, okay. I can say here that I'm like panicking, right? Yeah. No one will hear that. No. No. Nobody heard that you're panicking at all whatsoever. <laughs> It'll be great. No, we have lots of great people on our team, so awesome. I'm excited awesome. for that. And Brothers Drake is what's the address of it? Just uh, 26 East Fifth Avenue. East Fifth in the Short North. Love it. I love that place. So go get some mead, not meat. <laughs> <laughs> but Sarah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. It's, it's been fun. Good. It yeah. didn't hurt that bad. Good. Yeah. I didn't intend for it. <laughs> I've been trying to hurt everybody that comes. No. Free. Pain free podcast. Awesome. Thanks again for listening. Boxland Media. Think big.